0: This episode of the Productivity is podcast is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and more. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash Vardy. And now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Productivityist Podcast. I am your host, Mike Barty, and I'm really excited for this episode. I'm excited for most episodes. In fact, I'm excited for all of them, but I'm excited, I'm stoked, I should say, to talk with my friend Marley Williams today on the Productivityist Podcast. Now, Marley is uh, over at MarleyWilliams.com. We have links in the show notes for all this stuff, but her... What she is, she's—I would say—she's an adventurous entrepreneur, which she definitely is. She's a wilderness guide and a joy instigator. She's just a fun person. She supports ambitious women uh, in in achieving their greatest goals and biggest vision, of the journey and embracing the happiness of pursuit. I don't think it's it's just women that she does this for, but she's definitely focused on that. And she spent 15 years of being a wilderness guide, educator, and mentor, and now she's focusing on what she's most passionate about, which is helping helping ambitious driven women fully believe in themselves, their mission, and to be truly seen for what they have to offer the world. There's so much goodness in this episode. Let's not delay any longer. Here's my conversation. I'm really, really stoked to bring it to you with Marley Williams here on the Productivityist Podcast. I'd like to welcome Marley Williams to the Productivityist Podcast. Marley, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So we've we've known each other for a few years now because uh you know, World Domination Summit. I seem to mm-hmm. meet like everybody there.
1: <laughs> it's the place. It's where it, all the cool kids hang out. And you're now
0: you're now in Portland, right?
1: I am now in Portland. Thank you, you to the World Domination Summit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to let first off for those of you that for those out there that don't know who you are and where you got like we were talking just before we started recording and you've only been doing this thing for a couple of years now as we record this like it yeah. but it seems like you've been doing this longer like it just not not in a bad way either but in like, like your, your name keeps popping up could be Facebook maybe it's the algorithm I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> but why don't you share a little bit about like where like where you where you are like kind of like how you got to where you are a little bit and then also um, you know uh, maybe a little bit more about you so that the audience has a bit of a frame of reference before we dive into our uh, what what I think is going to be a fun conversation?
1: Excellent. Yeah, so it's crazy to think I left my job just a little over two years ago, and before setting out on my path as an entrepreneur, speaker, coach, facilitator of awesomeness, um, I was working full time at a university as an academic support coordinator for first-generation college students. So essentially, I was a life coach for students that were the first in their family to go to college. Um, It's what I got my master's degree in. So I got my master's degree in uh, higher education. And, you know, I think the interesting thing about my story that feels unique or different than a lot of stories that I hear is I actually liked my job. I had a good job at a university in this beautiful town and on one hand it like it it should have quote-unquote been enough or you know and it, it was fulfilling in a lot of ways I was supporting students I was helping them find their path and their passion and helping them have a really meaningful educational experience and yet there was just this deeper desire to make a bigger impact Um, and I think my biggest why in setting out and leaving like university land was one word and that word is freedom. Mm. I wanted to have the freedom to create impactful experiences and programs on my own terms and not have to get like 18 signatures and all of this approval from other people to do work that I knew would make an impact. Um, and I I got to use the university in a way to test a lot of ideas out. I started an outdoor orientation program for incoming freshmen. And so they went on a week-long backpacking trip to connect with themselves and build community and feel confident going into college. And I ran a TEDx event there and I did a lot of things. And it was those other things outside of my job that I actually loved. And so my question was, how do I do more of the things that I love to do on my own terms? Um, and I started hiring speakers to come in and talk to our students about things that I tell them every day. And I was like, I'm paying you what, you, you know, I make in one month in one hour, you know, Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that sounds cool. How do I, how do I do that? And so it was all of these like little sparks of inspiration and going to things like the world domination summit and pioneer nation where I was meeting other entrepreneurs and coaches and speakers and people that had these businesses. And I was like, well, this is awesome. Like, tell me more, you know? And I was just so intrigued by this whole, um, by this whole world. And it really opened up that door for me to step out and step into that. So
0: would you great. would you consider and this is funny because I start my year and and I want to talk about starting for sure because uh, people who've listened to the show for a while follow my work know that I start my year not in January so as we're as this was recorded we're still not in January yet but we're well into my my year at this point because we're recording this in December of of twenty seventeen um and w- th- which is a good four months almost well I guess three months since uh, the you know three four months between now and when this episode actually aired. But um, I found that the World Domination Summit, and I mean, again, this is not a a promotional pitch to go buy your tickets now, (laughs) but I have found that for a lot of people, myself included, is that it becomes that moment either where you make a choice to make a change or it almost represents like the year-end kind of retreat that you take before you dive back into your work. How uh, How did... like right when you left WDS, like was there something about that that said, okay, I'm I'm now going to make the change, or was that already kind of in in, in progress?
1: I think it, it, you know, it was definitely in progress, and there was actually like one line from one speaker that just like punched me in the gut, and I can't remember her name. The simple green smoothie. Oh, for- Jada. Jada. Jada yeah. Selner. Yep. Um, and she said. It's more important to take imperfect action than perfect inaction.
0: Wow. You know it's you know it's you mentioned that right now and it's funny cuz we talked about before we started recording uh, and then I'll I'll let you jump back in. I just it hit me. Um I'm reading my friend Angela Crocker's book Declutter Your Data which is a, is an episode you would have been able to listen to a couple months ago and one of her last uh about decluttering your data one of the last things she says is taking imperfect action. It's yeah. so like that, that, that term, I, I don't know if Jada, uh, kind of originated it or whatever, but it's certainly in the zeitgeist for sure. And, yeah. and so, so when you heard that term, it, it kind of, it, it was the, it was the, it was the catalyst.
1: Yeah, I think I, I, the, the reason it hit me so hard probably is cause I'm, I would call myself a recovering perfectionist, <laughs> um, And I think this idea and setting out on my own, I was looking for all of this clarity, clarity on my message, who I was serving, what I was doing. And I was letting the lack of clarity get in the way of doing anything. Mm. And I was like, I just need to do something. It doesn't even matter what it is. Um, and I think, I think that that really sparked me in just like, okay, imperfect action. Like what is something that I can do? And just start, I started talking to people about like, yeah, I'm speaking and I'm doing leadership development. I remember being at an ultimate Frisbee tournament and someone's like, what are you up to? And I was like, oh, I'm starting to like do speaking engagements and leadership development for college and high school students. And then in, in, in that moment, she's like, oh, we have a leadership conference at our high school. Will you come speak at it? You know, <laughs> and it was like I started talking. It's like this idea of speaking into the future of the reality you want to create. Right. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, but, no, no,
0: no, no. It's like, like the, saying the, it
1: before you're ready to say it, or doing it before you're ready to do it. I remember hearing a. Obviously, I love quotes, and it said, "Courage is doing the thing before you feel ready to do the thing."
0: Right. Yeah.
1: You know, and taking those steps means like, like you're, and that's the piece where you're never going to feel a hundred percent ready or like this idea of waiting for all the green lights or waiting for all of the clarity and realizing that clarity comes from taking action. It's not a requirement for it.
0: Right. Right. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn jobs. It's not just any job board. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products, as so Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now, a special offer for my listeners— Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at one slash Productive Convo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family that's why i do it and that's why plan to Eat helps me do it The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. I'd like to take some time now to thank our sponsor for this episode of the Productivityist podcast, and that's Health IQ. Health IQ is an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash Vardy to support the show and see if you qualify now you have to wonder with those great special rates that health iq offers is that just great marketing nope no it's not it's it's way better 56 percent of health iq's clients get their exclusive special rates they're the only company that's invested in gathering science and data to prove that health conscious people live longer so health iq is the only place you can find special rates you deserve but don't just listen to me Here's a testimonial from Chad P and he says, my wife and I, she 51, me 48, are very active and Health IQ helped us secure 15 more years of $750,000 in life insurance for one quarter of the prices we were quoted before we stumbled on them. Communication was fantastic and they really did a great job walking alongside us in a process that went much quicker than expected. I also feel they truly worked on our behalf to secure the best roi for us both so when health iq can make this process so simple and frictionless uh, you know there's something to be said for that in fact that's something you just can't ignore health iq is also the official partner of several organizations including usa weightlifting roadrunners club of america u.s master swimming usa triathlon Tennis Industry Association, the American Trail Running Association, and USA Racquetball. So they are backed by a lot of trusted partners. So, how do you get started? Well, you can qualify for up to 33% savings by using one or more of the following methods. You can take a health IQ quiz and you scored the elite level, or you have a membership to one of those qualifying associations I mentioned or a gym for more than one year, and you have to call Health IQ for more details. There is no time like the presence to take advantage of what Health IQ has to offer. So to see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash Vardy, or mention the promo code Vardy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. I'd like to thank Health IQ for sponsoring this episode of the Productivity is Podcast. Now let's get back to the show. One of the things that that that... I, I find incredibly um invigorating that you do is exactly that you're taking action with your you're th- I wouldn't say you're throwing caution to the wind you might think that maybe I, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong maybe you are but I mean you're doing you're doing I mean last year you did this camp called Camp Yes right for women mm-hmm. and you're you're not doubling down you're 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 multiply <laughs> going down this year with more of those camps how um, like, how is that? Like, was that something that you just decided? Because I mean, we're thinking about starting an event up here, you know, we've got I've got my wife and I, we've been to a couple events now. And it's like something that we've considered. But like, again, was that this idea of I'm gonna I want to do this, I'm gonna start where you know, before I'm ready, and see where it leads me. And now that I've done like, because you've done one, at least one at this point. Mm-hmm. But are you like, is that kind of the cat? Again, is that kind of the way that you've operated with this? and And true to form, is that the way you kind of have operated with a lot of the things you put together over the last couple of years?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think our inspiration to me is, is part of our intuition, like speaking through mm-hmm. and the idea of like being inspired. I like, I want to put on a summer camp for women. And so I did it. And it's like, it can feel overwhelming at first, but it's like, okay, I need a place. I need a website. I need people to sign up mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we will go from there. Um, because I, I value in-person connection and in-person experiences so much. And to me, camp, yes, is this, is the combination of everything that I love, you know, bringing people together in beautiful places, being outside in nature and talking about what really matters, um, and having fun doing it. And that like so much of the conferences I go to or events that I go to, they're in, You know, they're in conference rooms, they're in hotel lobbies, they're in like fluorescent lighting, just places like they're, they're okay. But for me being outside, being in nature is really the place where I feel the most connected. And so it's like, I believe so strongly in, in the idea that like, I think that this is what people need. We are the most connected we've ever been, but I think the most hungry for real connection, you know, and, and honestly, like for thousands of years, we sat around fires and we told stories like that is. So much part of our human nature. And I think that conviction and that belief um, has really is what drives me to action
0: mm-hmm.
1: for sure. And I think I go to a lot of events like the World Domination Summit that happen like once a year. And I'm like, well, what if, what if there was this tribe, this community that met more than once a year that had these three places that we met on the West Coast? Um, and we got to like really walk through this path, like together, and not just say like, see you in a year. And and a lot can happen in that amount of time. But I was like, well, what if it was, what if we had more opportunities for people to have that experience to like reconnect with themselves, reconnect with this community, and like kind of have these checkpoints throughout the year instead of waiting an entire year. And so that was really what inspired me to think like, okay, Let's do three and see what happens. So, um, that's what we're up to this year and we'll see how that goes.
0: So, so you, you put this, for, by the way, one of my favorite conferences I've been to, and it, it's, it's still in the back of my mind. It's not something I'll probably go to again just because of where my, my kind of path has shifted a bit. But there was a, a conference called Max Fun Con that happened on Lake Arrowhead. And it was exactly like we had cabins and it was comedy and craft making. and I, I mean, I got one of the coolest things ever, which I now get to say, is that I met Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, and the mm-hmm. writer of The Last Jedi. And now he's going to be doing like all three, the next trilogy at Max FunCon. Like, this oh, is, wow. yeah. It's one of those things where people were like, oh, yeah, like I met him. Uh, you know, yeah. I drank, I drank Malort with John Hodgman. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> uh, I've heard what Maria Bamford's actual voice sounds like, you know, <laughs> like yeah. things, things like that. But you don't get, I mean, and that's that, that Jesse Thorne cultivated a really cool experience there. And that's been going, and they've expanded it to not just be in, in in uh, lake arrowhead but also in in the poconos you know every Mm -hmm. year so it's a max Funcon east max Funcon west and they're very different they're they're it's a different kind of event um where Mm. you know and and i think that you're you know i mean the fact that you're doing these also it's a summer camp but they're i mean on the west there's parts of the west coast where it could feel like summer all year long but you're not you're not tethering it to and i think that this is where people get caught um and i'd love to hear your thoughts on this is they get caught with the idea that th- there's this box, right? Like time is kind of like this. Uh, I can't, uh, I should go on vacation during spring break in March because that's when people go on vacation. Or I should go to camp in summer because that's when summer camp happens and that's really where it should be. Like people get caught with the with the the preconceived or the predetermined uh, notions that are out there. Which is, again, why when people, like I was talking to Char- you mean, Charlie Gilkey, a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was on his show uh, a few months ago, and during the back and forth with him and his, uh, with, with me and his assistant, as she listened to the podcast, she goes, I never dawned on me to start my year in September. Like, I've just always thought mm. January. Why, like, how do you, I think, and, and I want to talk about the fun component, because I find that by starting my year in September, I can tether it with my kid's school year, and therefore, my summers are more fine because I'm spending them with my kids. But it also, I can actually tackle on bigger things starting September because I'm not waiting at the gym. You know, if I'm going to start exercising <laughs> in September, if I'm going to do New Year's resolutions, I'm not going to be the one sitting there in September going, boy, this gym is too busy because everyone's doing this right now. I think there's right. some fun element to like going, you know, thinking, you know, bending those boundaries or thinking beyond that stuff. Like, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things we were playing with for this camp that just happened when this podcast airs, we're doing a camp in February um in San Diego. And this idea of like why wait for summer why wait until summer for summer camp? And especially for people that live in the Northwest, it's like everyone is like so hungry for some sort of vitamin D or sunshine Mm -hmm. that I figured like, I mean, getting on a plane and going to San Diego for a weekend, like why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to do that? Um and I think that as part of being, being an entrepreneur and being creative, I'm already speaking at an event in February mm-hmm. in San Diego. And it's like, what would bring more, how can I make that more fun and financially impactful um, to put on my own event on the back end of, of speaking at an event. And so I think and am thinking about productivity and fun looking at like what, what, feels what feels good and what feels exciting and i think that i was like well that's something that i would want to do and so <laughs> i'm hoping that other people want that too and uh and i think playing off the these expectations that people have around summer camp and when it can happen and i can only relax in the summer and like i think the winter is a great time to like yeah we need we need that too you know cuz winter people can go into like hibernation mode but it's like oh what if i had like 4 days on the beach um, in the sunshine and got to go surfing and run around and, and, uh,
0: yeah. well, So let's talk about fun a bit as we get closer to the end here. Um, yeah how much you seem to be somebody that like, if you want it to be a hundred percent fun as much as possible, like there's, as much as
1: possible, that's yeah. cool.
0: <laughs> it's, po- but I think that there's a way, I think there's a way for it to feel, like it's a hundred percent, like, how do you, I mean, and I want, and in our bonus episode, I want to talk about, about more about your quotes because I think that that's something that we, we could dive mm. into a little bit, but yep. how can you, like, how, what are the, some of the things that you do to make what you do and how you help others make it feel like what they're doing is, is 100% fun. Let's, let's just use that as, as kind of mm. like the, the jumping off point.
1: Yeah. I think one of my, speaking of quotes, I always say, if I'm not having fun, I'm doing it wrong. Um, and and I think that that makes me look at where and how can I bring more fun and joy into not just the experience, but even in creating the experience. So it's more fun for me to have a conversation about camp than it is to sit in my front of my computer and write copy. So I'm going to get on the phone and say, Hey, like, how can we promote camp? I'm going to get on the, because the, that human connection is more fun for me than being alone or being in isolation. So that's one piece. And then I think in this world of like impersonal development, personal improvement, personal like, you know, growth, it can feel really heavy. It can mm. feel really serious. It can feel really exhausting, almost like overwhelming and kind of like this big should. Yeah. I should be more productive. I should be more, together. I should, you know, use my time better. I should like have more figured out or whatever. And it's like, um, because the, the thing that's tricky, I think for people is the knowledge is out there already. Right. If we want to learn how to do something, if we want to like learn how to manage our time better, like we can find it right. Like we can access that information, but implementing it can be really challenging. And so asking that question of like, okay, if I do want to manage my time better or be more productive, Can I make that fun or enjoyable? Like, how can I actually make that process something that I could look forward to rather than something that I dread? Right. Um, And I think asking that question is like, how do we make personal growth fun via camp? Because, yeah, camp, we're running around and we're playing games and we're doing silly things, but we're also asking big questions like, what does it mean to say yes to yourself? And what would be possible if you did? And what do you need to say no to? And we're asking that all at the same time as, like, people are stand-up paddleboarding with, like, magical floaty float unicorns on a lake, you know? And so yep. it's, like, we can do this work and we can, you know, improve ourselves and, and keep getting better. But it's, like, are we enjoying the journey or are we just trying to get to the end goal, the end destination? It's, like, how much am I enjoying the process of creating camp just as much as going to camp?
0: Right, and how if much
1: I, you know, like, and if it
0: doesn't fit, then you just toss it, right? Or you, or right. you, or you, or you evolve it. I guess one or the other, right?
1: Right, exactly. And so I think with habit change or behavior change, thinking like, you know, it might not be a hundred percent fun all the time, but how do I bring more fun into it? Or, like I said, make it more enjoyable so that I actually do the things I want to do, rather than feeling like I'm just beating myself up <laughs> about what I'm not
0: doing. You know? so, so more fun in done, and more fun than done in some respects right yeah like, that's a, i think that's a good way to look at it um last last question all right mm-hmm. so uh clearly if you're planning an event like this like and i'm sure uh, you know some of you out there are probably thinking okay this is all great marley you've got this great idea for this camp and then you it's just it's just going to manifest clearly you you when something when you've have a decision and you've decided that you like you said you put up the landing page you get people to sign up once that once it it crystallizes into something that's going to be real, like it's no longer it's no longer an ideal, but it's real. Um, what do you do? Like, because I mean, there's got to be some practicality and some tactical components to it. it. It's not just something that I mean, you can't just throw an event together. So can you share with 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 everyone here kind of the idea of, OK, it's happening now here. Here's where I put my, you know. I put my doer hat on, you know, without forgetting the fun part, because that's a a critical component. But here's how I take it from concept to, uh, to, to construct.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for, I mean, there's, there are so many pieces and so many details with events. Mm -hmm. I think one thing is knowing what you're good at and getting people to support you on the things that you're not right. Right. Um, I have a, a woman, Molly, who, helps me with the graphics, the logos, the websites, the design, and also with some of the like nuts and bolts of here's what needs to get done and when. So we have, you know, a timeline for launching like play shop applications and counselor applications and scholarships. And I'm reaching out for sponsors for camp right now. Um, getting the venue dialed in and getting the deposit paid, which feels like that feels terrifying because it's what I feel like <laughs> No matter how many people show up, you owe us this much money. And it's like, but I think the biggest thing that I think because like right now, to be real, there's three people signed up for camp. Does that terrify me? Hell yeah. I'm like, oh God, is anybody gonna come? Like this kind of this idea of like we have this idea, we put it out in the world, and that question, is anyone gonna come? (sighs) You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, And this
1: happened for our first camp too. And and I remember telling Molly, I was like, the only thing that we can do is believe that they will. Yep. And yep. and keep taking action because I can totally get into fear mode and doubt mode and say, screw it, let's back out now while we can. Or I could like, I can fully like two feet in, 100% in, all in and say, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And And with my full like heart and conviction to know like this is what I'm up to. And I think it's like, I do a lot of personal outreach and like I, I send videos to people and say, Hey, I'd love to have you at camp. Or, Hey, have you thought about this? Or, Hey, I saw that you live in San Diego. There's this thing going on. And because people are so bombarded with so much messaging. And then I think that people just want to be heard and seen and appreciated. And to say like, Hey, it would be amazing to have you there. Mm -hmm. Literally like me sending a personal message that takes me 15 seconds. Um, can be super, super powerful. So I think it's both this, like the strategic logistics and then it's this like mindset piece and really believing in what you're creating and what you're putting out there.
0: And I think the, the, the other, uh, uh, last story I want to share and I think that this is, uh, it shows that things don't just, I mean, you, you gotta stick with it. Things don't just happen right from the get go. Not always. Is I did a workshop in London. I planned a workshop in London while I was there for a conference. Mm. And um, I said, we're gonna do this thing. And leading up to the event, and yeah, there was some promotional stuff that I probably could have done better. I had one person that signed up. Mm. One. So instead, I could have canceled it. I could have. Yeah. instead i canceled the 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 space cuz i used breather for this which is by the way a great tool if you're going to do some indoor stuff because you can cancel within i think it's within 2 hours of the booking um but also uh what i did was I, uh, I i i contacted the the person who purchased the ticket and said would you like to just meet with me for 2 to 3 hours and we'll just do this one to one and you're going to get oh, you you you're going to have my undivided attention and that was appreciated like so it hmm. wasn't like i gave them the choice they said yes so there's there's ways and the thing is i'm not deterred like uh i actually asked them at the end, i'm like was this fabulous oh yeah absolutely like i would totally so it, it often these scenarios where they don't crystallize or they don't they don't turn out exactly the way you want if you go in with the right you know me- mission in mind, for lack of a better term, and the right mm. idea, then the outcome is going to be something that is still incredibly, um, it can be incredibly valuable. And, and even like, for lack of a better term, fun. Like I yeah. had fun. We actually went to the pub after and had a couple beers and chatted about some more stuff. So, yeah. um, I think that there's some, some d- following through, uh, mm-hmm. is such a big, big piece. Um, mm-hmm. Marley, uh, People are going to be able to, I want people to be able to sign up for future camps and things like that. So where can people find out more about your camps and find out more about you?
1: Yeah. Um, So to find out more about camp, you can go to campyesforwomen.com. And that's where you can find out about when camp is happening, how to sign up. And if you want to find out more about me coaching, speaking, et cetera, you can go to my website, which is marleywilliams.com. And that's M A R L I Williams.com. So those are the two places
0: you can find me. Awesome. Marley, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Big thanks to Marley for joining me on the show today. You know, um, one of the things that happened after we did this uh, interview, and I didn't really talk about it here or in the bonus episode, which of course you can listen to if you are a member of the Productivityist community, just head over to slash membership to learn more. Uh, if you want to become a member, and you know, There's lots of uh, perks and stuff that are involved with it, so head over that out. But Marley uh, has these stoke quotes, and of course, we're linking to those in the show notes. But I got one last year at Think Better, Live Better, and it was like, may you blow them away with your presence. And it was great because I was the closing speaker, and I'd like to think I did that. Uh, and this year, I was talking about how to sidestep the suck of stuckness, and Marley closed the event off. And, and at the end, she gave everybody a stoke quote. It was like kind of underneath all the chairs. And I wasn't sitting, but there was an empty chair that was, you know, I looked at it. And I'm like, well, the, I'll just take the one from under there. And and the quote was, You are not stuck. And I thought, wow, like that's just killer. Um, she talks about this one-degree shift. There's lots of stuff that we could talk about deeper with Marlene and I hope to have her back on the show again in the not too distant future. But uh for now, again, check out the show notes. Uh, check out everything she's got going on, and uh, you won't regret it. She's a fantastic, uh, fantastic person, and she's just such a, a amazing ball of energy. It's 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 addictive. When you're around her Uh, and i hope you got that out of this episode as well uh what i got out of this episode is uh again big props to my producer john polster for putting it together you know he's throwing ads in and all that stuff so again big thanks to him big thanks to my team jim woods and uh, claire for putting together the actual text of the show and making it so that i can kind of focus on the interviews and you know talking about it and you know all that stuff and big thanks to you for listening and and for uh, joining me here this week and hopefully every week. Uh, again, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever good podcasts or all podcasts are available. And, uh, you know, again, just thanks for joining me. Uh, until next time, I am Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivityist podcast and the founder of Productivityist, reminding you to stop guessing and start going.